0: Hello ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 27 of the KDH podcast. Today it's a bit of a different one. We are joined by owner of Grow Coffee, Gordon. How are you doing, mate? Hello. Good. Um, so it's a bit of a weird one as well. Me and Gordon are sat in the same room, and every podcast I've done is over Zoom. So is it, it's a strange But It's like an actual conversation today. I hate Zoom meetings. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I said to me, <laughs> he was like, to me, when I messaged him, he was like, um, can we make this in person rather than
1: in Zo- on Zoom or that? Because it's not my sort of vibe. But no, it's good, because it's actually like, the actual conversation itself i remember during the first lockdown and staff wanted to have a zoom meeting it's like oh no it's not oh, my no, vibe no it's not my vibe yeah kind of shout at you directly <laughs> <through Zoom.
0: laughs> All right. so um mate um, this this podcast today everyone is basically the reason i got gordon on we've just been talking about this right before it's the importance of having a vision and having a why. and for anyone that doesn't know gordon's going to give you a bit of an insight now to his story
1: and like grow coffee itself so go for it mate what's your story I mean, the story, I suppose it began, uh, I was at university, I was doing a degree in accountancy for six months, incidentally, and I uh, quickly realised that uh, it just wasn't for me, and I was DJing at the time, and started DJing, when I was 16, 17 years old and I uh, got quite good at it, and new technology, CD recorders came about, ended up in the Sunday Post with a CD recorder, he was the first guy in Scotland to purchase a Aye. CD recorder, <laughs> a C- blank CD was £7 at the time as well, uh, which is just mind-blowing when you think where it ended up with mini-discs and different stuff like that, and you'd I'd be going to the Archie's Nightclub for the record fairs and sourcing old records, and then I was able to duplicate collections, employ people, and get that moving, and I could the entertainment company it just really took off yeah. and it done really well and uh, but you were involved in an industry that was time was up and the pub industry began to die on mass nightclubs began to die on mass and you know i enjoyed my time with that but you can see the, the writing was on the wall and you know i was approaching my 30s and you just think to yourself what's your dream what do you want to do here and you have to hustle your way out and get into a new business and some of your passions yeah and, I just always loved coffee bars. I began to travel around about the world and you would been in Los Angeles and San Francisco and Paris, Gothenburg, and you'd be seeing different ways to do things, different ways to run businesses. And I thought, you know, God, this doesn't exist in Scotland and I love coffee and I couldn't understand why you couldn't get a coffee past five o'clock in the UK. And right. people come in to grow now and they go, oh, how did you come up with that idea? You know, I thought, well, it's things that I just wanted as a consumer. Yeah. What do you want As when you're starting a business? What is it you want to happen yeah. in that business? And uh, whether it's big comfy couches, armchairs, yeah, open to 10 o'clock at night, you know, these were things that I wanted to happen as a consumer. And uh, so it took me a long time to save up some money, Uh to get it going and different stuff like that. And we upcycled everything finally found an old bar in an urban Harbour that no one wanted. It was sitting unloved. And,
0: uh, see the weird thing, isn't it? Like you couldn't, that's the perfect spot for it. And you you have to be able to see that at the time? Because I, um, I remember it was the Keys, wasn't it? Was it? Cross Keys, yeah. I used to go and there for Everybody meetings. did and
1: there was a lot of good memories. And I remember it even back when it was heyday, when, you know, Thursday night, Friday Saturday. Night. and I suppose some of the people listening to this podcast they'll remember fond memories and I think some of the guys even done raves up until its final days out the, the back door tini- on a Sunday the,
0: afternoon yeah uh, in
1: the tiniest dance whatever yeah and, uh, that wee tiny corner and even when we first opened it some people would come down and do a bit of live music uh, mm-hmm. on a Saturday night yeah uh, and it always got such a lovely atmosphere even with just a handful of people in. it was a nice place to play uh, it was good it was a good vibe to it but I never even forget the surveyor coming to look at it and he's like, do not buy this building. He says it will never work. He says it's not worth any kind of money. These things are just worthless. This is something I want to come
0: on to. I will ask you about this as well. It's the immediately from the get-go negativity. It's just like, and I know that's probably like, it's... it's, it's...
1: I think as well, I was a wee bit kind of guilty of it as well uh, over the years. If you're starting up a business and you are looking for you know just the stars to align and everything to be perfect you'll be waiting a long time yeah and you can always find negativity and and a reason not to do something if you want to sit and think about it too much you'll find a reason not to do it yeah and I would see sites for coffee bars You think nah nah there was always a reason that it wasn't perfect but with this one I just felt everyone else was completely wrong And this was perfect.
0: I've literally just finished off the book of um, the founder of Starbucks, um, Howard Schultz. And he talks about exactly what you've said there. He went to Milan, and when he started Starbucks, it was already a company, but they only distributed Mm -hmm. coffee. And then he was like, went to Milan, and he was like, What are these espresso bars, coffee bars? And he was like, And what he described it as is what you've just said, the third place so like having somewhere else that vision mm-hmm. and like and i think that's something that was probably like, do you think that was when you had that vision in your head and the, immediately going to a site and the quantity surveyors telling you that that's
1: not going to work and did yeah. that, that's the thing that gets rem- you through it i remember as well one of the funniest things and everybody said this as well uh, you might do okay in the summer but in the winter you'll have no customers well the winter turned out to be busier than the summer yeah because uh, it turns out, and I was like, well, do people stop eating and drinking in the winter? And uh, just some of our busiest days it was in a, a beautiful, crisp Saturday, Sunday, uh, Winter's Day. It was yeah. beautiful sunshine, and we were queued around the block. Aye, it's crazy, and isn't it? You were creating an environment that people just loved and wanted to be in right. and uh, with its garden as well yeah it's me we were walking out all day and then um,
0: honestly i was like oh we've literally been here like three times this week and you will act to me i know people come yeah, here yeah, twice <laughs> some people
1: come in the morning they'll come in the afternoon as well that's crazy uh, and to be fair you know before i opened up Grow coffee i would always be in sainsbury's it was the only place you could get a decent coffee right. uh, in earthen it had a good machine and it with good beans yeah, it was a relatively comfy seat and it was open to 8 o'clock as yeah. well it's really been up your coffee boom now isn't it, like, but it's,
0: it definitely is. and I think that year with especially right now any North Air shots, tier 3 cafes are still around to open I think open.
1: looking you know when we look back on it we will have been very fortunate that we were a coffee bar yeah uh, to ride through you know coronavirus yeah did you just have to, like, see with your alcohol license, did you just have
0: to give that up? Or what was the script? Yeah,
1: that? you just kind of relinquish it, uh, officially, unofficially, to yeah. kind of keep going for that kind of few weeks before they've done it. But there's a lot of things that they've introduced that I felt were unfair to the hospitality industry in general. Definitely. And, you know, even to now, I've just left the shop, and we can't put on background music. And it sounds, to someone listening, it'll sound trivial. But, you know, if you're a wee Italian restaurant, and you're trying to get, you know, people in a Friday night for a nice romantic, quiet meal. You know, once you're sitting in silence, it's a horrible, horrible well, atmosphere. One of my clients is a chef, and a chef in i um,
0: I won't say the name of the place, but where he works in uh, Comarnock, and they're not opening back up until they go into a lesser scale because of it kills the atmosphere. I like, think,
1: I think a lot of people are kind of, a good Scottish word, kind of scunnered, but they yeah. and out, and uh, the, you encounter all the same levels of expenditure, uh, no matter what tier you're in, if yeah. you can't, you can't just you can't operate properly. Then uh, you've got a big problem.
0: It's okay if your business is like things like it's you and you are literally maybe a self-employed yeah. person that can work okay. around it. But you when you have, out, yeah. yeah, but when there's like a new loop every single time, you're a bit like,
1: what's, what's going to happen? I, here?
0: Why, how can I manipulate my business That's and be told true. it's going to change? It's going to change. But the thing that, like, the thing that I can't get my head around right now is obviously I have been in North Ayrshire right now. We are tier three, and. Obviously, I've been into grow quite a lot and it completely adheres to all the rules, everything you can do. How is that different to being in a gym?
1: Like, Well, I I was in the gym on Monday night. I won't say what gym. I've been going to for a long time. And, you know, it's sort of, I can't say it wasn't, it's not adhering to it, not well done. But I was busy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they were banging out the Tiesto tunes and everybody Aye. was sweating and heavy breathing. I'm going, this is as close to a nightclub, I, know, I, know. I think, as I've ever seen. Crazy, uh I can't say it. I felt unsafe or anything. I felt fine, but um, I'm going. You think I can't even put on a Christmas carol here? I, I keep laughing at <laughs> TS I keep laughing when people say
0: things like the data, like and I'm not like bashing gyms right or anything, but people keep saying things like the data, the data, and I'm like, I've not seen anyone in a white lab coat in my gym. Do you know what I mean? I've not seen anyone <laughs> in a cafe with yep. a white lab coat, and yep. I know that they've got track and trace and stuff, but you need, it's like any data, it's not going to be hundred percent accurate. Do you know what I mean? Correct. Like you can it doesn't know, like. And I think sometimes it's we, as humans, we get this a lot as PTs and stuff. Like when you tell someone to track data, they get so caught up on it. Like yeah. one of my clients today going through a fat loss phase and he's ticking all the boxes you need to do and he's feeling great. And he was like, and I was like, right, you're doing it. And the progress is like noticeable. And it's, it's not just about that. It's about everything else. But most folk look for gratification on the scales. Like, what's the difference in the weight? What's the difference? And you're like, does it really matter? Like, does it yeah. really, you're like, oh, man, like, just, just, do, it. just like, do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's happening. Do you need gratification to lose two pounds? And I think sometimes that's, like, I think that it, it ties in with us as well. And, like, what you were saying about your business, like, so many folk people get focused on the outcome yeah. rather than the process. And I think, like, you building your business, doing it. It's the process has been the full thing. It's been, like,
1: I mean, like outcomes are things that I mean, on. the thing about it as well is uh, <clears throat> a common question you get is where we get as we move along with different people is, uh, what's your GP? Which, again, you should be aware of, you know, data and stuff like that. But, you know, it's more to it than that. It's not it's just straightforward as, you know, this day we made this amount of profit. and That's it. And that means success. It's just not as black and white as that. It's
0: not I think like when people look at businesses, sometimes and they look at like like what you were saying, like net profit, and you're all just like, "What? What did you take in in total?" Yeah. And it's like, it's not that much. It's like you need to obviously you know what about, what about returning customers? <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah. what about happy customers. Yeah, did you yeah. assess that? You yeah, know, yeah, it's not as nice. simple as you know a big company turning going, you know, we hit our targets. We made the profit." but what was the satisfaction of the customers for they exactly. coming
0: back long-term? Talk about that a lot, and have you read before Simon Sinek? Start With The Why? No. That's a good book, and uh, basically he talks about a lot of big companies and that, and he talks about like Walmart, and they started off in America, like years and years ago, was like what, a big, big yeah. billion dollar company, and when the owner left, it started to, over the years, still obviously booming, but over the years, it's went through ups and downs. We don't see these ups and downs yeah. because it's so big. It's like, it may be that they closed down a number of branches, but they've had these ups and downs. But you look at the what happened, and it was because they lost why, and it was like things like, the boss back then <coughs> only took like X amount as a pay, like a max yeah. salary, and then you look at the boss now, earning yeah. the, a bonus of two million billion, and you're like, well, that's like, they've lost their... their,
1: their- <laughs> I kind of look at... Uh, I used to be a big fan of Pret uh, and Starbucks to a certain extent. You know, I thought they were, they were really good companies, you know, even yeah. even back years ago. But you look at Pret now, I, I think it might be Coca-Cola or something yeah. like, And that. Uh, they become too corporate. Too corporate. You know, you're looking at the offering of the cakes and stuff like that. Like They're pathetic. Yeah. Like beyond pathetic. Yeah. You're not even trying. Yeah. And it's like token gestures for stuff. And you can see yeah. how, you know, as these companies get bigger and bigger, that someone in an office makes a decision to cut, quality here there and everywhere yeah. because if you trim two pence off this cake or sausage roll or something you save you know you yeah. know nine hundred thousand pounds this year so they go that's a great idea yeah. and before you know it you've just cut everything yeah. and sometimes you know when a company begins to struggle they cut more
0: yeah
1: they cut more and you cannot cut your to success that's that's impossible. A, yeah. and let's you should see, actually do the opposite yeah, you should double back and go focus on your why get your yeah. principles sorted yeah and we don't like that to a certain extent as well you know, as we begin to take that leap to the second sight, the third sight, you know... Where's
0: the third sight, by the way?
1: No, got it, yeah. Got it, I'll just leave that. I was actually standing in a field yesterday yeah, uh, in the outskirts of Comarnock. Oh, uh, hint. <laughs> going, Is this good for a drive-through? And I'm standing with Joey Groh, and she's running about the field, and it's, I'm just up to my knees in mud. I don't know about this and anyway, I was thinking about it I think there's a few options so yeah. uh, I would love to get a drive through uh, and make it just really cool I your fresh it, bread fresh juices that's my next level that's, that's my dream to get to that me?
0: it's good yeah. see that I think like what we were saying there about these big places like when they do it's another thing it's that they've lost that why they're, they're focusing on the outcome the outcome becomes data like oh how much money have you made totally but, but you're me, totally we, correct we need to stop doing like in a lot of places do do that and then they lose they lose sight of what they're doing and and reading that book that I read about, I'm not like bashing Howard Schultz the ex on a Starbucks, but they are saying, "Oh, and and we do this and we do that." I was like, "If you've got eighteen thousand shops in mm-hmm. one country, there's no way you can keep tabs on that man. You no, can't like, absolutely not. There's going to be like, you can't say that every single person that works in one of these places is absolutely happy. Whereas you cannot. What, what would you see in your? Would you see like oh, this is a big, big question. But if you were to scale it, would you have a limitation of where you would take it to in regards to?
1: Do you have a vision for where it would like to go? The vision is, uh, again, I have a dream that to go run along parallel with expansion. is a beautiful depot yeah. where everything is controlled. Aye. And the same way I'm sitting saying, you know, Starbucks and Pret, you look at the quality standards just diminish, whether it's outs- probably outsourced, obviously, uh, but the standards are just crap. But you can see it can still be because look at and even
0: look at supermarkets that look at like
1: Marks and Spencer's that keep a, a
0: high standard. Well, thing. Marks
1: and Spencer's you know, back in back decades, they had rigorous quality control yeah. for all suppliers. They would send people to check it, which is why Marks and Spencer's was held in such high regard by people. It's no maybe not something you went in and done your full weekly shop. you went and bought key up. items <laughs> for your Sunday. And there was you know, the pies and everything were beautifully made and controlled and Assessed, and they had to be at a certain level to make it on your and Spencer shelf, and I think that's where you got to come from. Yeah. I think once you lose that, you you know have something. in Glasgow, you've a few times at Starbucks, and you're starving. You look know, for something to eat, and you look at the crap wee brownies and stuff like that, yeah. and you often wonder why. Though, you think it'd be the opposite for a big company. You think you've got the power to do to, to do whatever yeah. you can want. You know why is your stuff not awesome? Yeah. Why is it on a different level? I don't understand this. And it's happens, It's
0: easy, isn't it? I remember when I used to be in the Air Force, man, we, we used to get food, and we lived next to a fishing village in the base that I was on, and they'd done, like, fish and chips and a Freddy, and it was just fucking awful, man. It was obviously mass-produced from yep. the depot, but you're, yep. like, just outsourcing wee things for areas is a
1: smarter move, isn't it? But, like, yeah, folks don't think about <laughs> that, do they? They you don't. don't think about that. And I remember Starbucks, actually, they had bought a, a London company called Prince, P-R-I-N-C-I, and if you're done in London, it's in Soho, yeah. and it's this beautiful handmade bakery, it's really done well. And it was to be, the guy that runs it was to be brought in to help with Starbucks had launched a higher brand, a shop. Yeah. But I don't think it ever materialised nah. for whatever reason, yeah. Aye. And what, so see,
0: to give anyone listening in an idea right now, what's the, I, I want to know this as well, that on a day-to-day,
1: week-to-week basis, how many people do you get coming in the shop to, to understand the volume of this? Well uh, going by the kind of drink sales that's how we can kind of estimate the yeah. amount of drinks sold because most people just buy one and uh, and then we add on maybe 10% for people that drink water it would be about about three and a half thousand per week. Fucking hell know, man that's crazy it isn't it? It was actually bizarre. That's mental um, isn't it? And that's why we just we try and turn tables as quickly as possible there's a lot of staff like uh, on a Saturday, there's probably 18 to 20 staff right, yeah. at one point uh, between the upstairs kitchen, How have you found- dishwasher, yeah. uh, front of house. Yeah, yeah. How have you found
0: building that team out? Has that been a challenge? Has that been a big it, learning? That's taken five years. Yeah,
1: uh, that's hard. It's that? so difficult. I think that's some of the challenges. Uh, I'm really against people writing negative reviews. Not just because it grow and added millions. Uh, and it's something that I've done before I open grow I, and some of the things I regret deeply in life is writing any negative review because you know how effective it is talk about yeah. karma coming back to bite you yeah, yeah and it did yeah and, uh, I remember when extent, you first got grow I remember you used to reply to Bingway well yeah, I, listen pass I used to. would I would uh, <laughs> I would give a few bits of advice to anyone starting uh, anything, to do with it, anything to do with hospitality hotels restaurants anything is ban trip advisor yeah. And if you come for a job interview at Grow and you get the job, you will be told never, ever, ever walk in and mention good or bad TripAdvisor. Ever. Yeah. It's completely banned from yeah. the company. And when we first opened, you know, you would stand up for yourself because you could see there was inaccuracies in what people were saying and you could prove it actually through CCTV and different things and anything you had done fired back. Negatively, just it, it just looked, wasn't like, worth it. That's some,
0: something I've realised <clears> with working with the general public. I don't as much now because more like even though I'm running the book, count one to one that is public. It's more there's a process involved. Yeah. People contact me and stuff. Now yeah, I get them on the phone. Listen, but like, uh, it's
1: hard working with the general public, man. Um, I, I know, and I can see when we make mistakes and we make mistakes every single day. You're going
0: to do that if you've got Absolutely. three and a half thousand customers in. Are was going to be mistakes? And we, it's just a lot you of You take it
1: so personal. Yeah. Like you maybe serve you know, 200 plus lunches in an afternoon and it's difficult for everything to come out perfect. Yeah. And we'll try checks and balances all the way along the line to make sure it's okay. And we insist that if someone wasn't happy, just say it's no problem. We'll get it changed and fix it. Um, but it's almost impossible to pull it off perfectly No, it is. but when you do get a negative review it ruins your whole day and that's something that maybe it's difficult to retrain your mindset Yeah, not to focus on that negative Yeah, how do you get up in the morning draw a line under it and say right let's go again let's try and fix what went wrong and to try and make it better for everyone. that in this day. That's an important thing man, for everyone even listening in because
0: it happens all the time with people's fitness journeys where they have a bad experience mm-hmm. and this. It might be through their own fault or they're doing a practice that didn't work for them in the past and they keep failing at it and keep going back to it. Or it could be that they've had a bad experience for another coach and our gym. And it's shit because it's it's all well. <clears throat> me as a PT, I was saying, oh, don't take it personally. Yeah, you take You will wanna take it personally.
1: You're going to take it personally. Like if Just, someone, I mean, <clears throat> a guy made a good point to me. He said, "See the day you don't take it personally and you don't care. You worry about that. Uh, you should
0: sell your business because it's done." Do you know, I, I remember when I started um, off coaching, I remember saying that the day when I start to resent things, I need to really question yeah, what's going on. Like what, see, when you start, when things like that's obviously a bit different to that, but it's the same thing. When, when something in your journey or what, your business or whatever you're doing is, you have to start questioning it. You need to question what's going on. Like, sure. and, like in, and if that's the case, then obviously you
1: need to look mm-hmm. at what's mm-hmm. causing this outcome. I think, getting back to what you were saying as well about the staff, and it's taken five years to get to the, the team you have now. And I've a lot of good staff, and a lot of good staff come back, actually. They'll go traveling mm-hmm. they'll go to other jobs, and they'll come back. And uh, we have a good relationship with the majority of people. Um, at the end of the day, a business can only control so much of that. Yeah, You know, and definitely. finding a good team of people. You know, I can coach people, have team meetings, and certain things, but beyond that, you're not in control of 38 people. Yeah. Uh, they're autonomous people and can do it. Like speak how they want to customers, uh, and you can only do your best yeah. to to deal with that as I, it comes. I
0: just took like a big leap yesterday as well, and took like I'm going to, next year. I'm going to be extending my boot camp, and I've took on another coach mm-hmm. that that I'm going to that I plan on taking on. Had a phone call yesterday, I won't put out on here mm-hmm. who it is yet, but like, and it was uh, it's scary. Even though it's only like a phone yeah. call for a couple of sessions a week, you're like, okay, this is a reflection and extension of me it is. being Absolutely. represented.
1: And if that person makes a <clears> mistake it's you exactly that that's it and
0: it's like as you said a bad review a bad that like, people got like that they remember that people are Absolutely. shit that way where they'll go Absolutely. i went there
1: that day and the eggs were cold and like, <clears> that's right come on man. the like, funny <laughs> thing though uh, again, to people, kind of if you've had a negative experience you really didn't like it you know just don't go back yeah leave it at that yeah don't keep going back and picking up flaws uh, but when you write a negative review <clears throat> that's there that's there you are t- saying to the general public, do not go to this business. But behind that business, you don't know the problems that business has had on that day. Yeah. From staff to suppliers not delivering goods to you know faults with the electricity, a leak, yeah. a dishwasher exploding. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know if the member of staff you dealt with is maybe having issues that day, personal issues. Yeah there could be a hundred different reasons why that's just not turned out the way it was supposed to. I mentioned this on
0: our last podcast there and it's absolutely bang on people. You need to, I think now when something happens to me because of the industry that I've worked in, I'm very considerate of other things going on. Yeah, because that, you, so much. Sort of like, yeah. I'm totally in. I wouldn't have been years ago. No, I'm now. I, I would agree. And, yeah. uh, one of the things that I mentioned in the last podcast was, um, someone had done A Q&A off instagram then went off a load of questions and someone had said it was a bit of a i called the instagram rant and someone said about how they get annoyed with pts if they're not going and approaching them in the mm-hmm. gym and i'm like right you need to remember there's two sides to one story yeah. i was like and I, I wasn't going to just go oh yeah they, they should be doing that and i did say that they should be like, at the end of the day if in the same new industry if you're front of house or you should be there with a smile on your face the customers are yep. coming mm-hmm. in People, first impressions are important and they stick with them. Yep. But at the same time, you need to remember that that person could have been having a fucking awful day. Yep. You might have had five complaints back to back. You might have yep. lost three long-term yep. customers. You might have had a uh, uh, leak in the roof that destroyed your <laughs> upstairs. You don't know uh, uh,
1: Every day you walk in, it's yeah. a new set of challenges and yeah. you know.
0: it teaches you like a lot of like just to respect a lot of just to, like, respect having your own business oh I like mean
1: that? I find that form of counselling uh, meeting other people involved in the industry yeah uh, you know I've got a lot of empathy for people it's so difficult you know, whether you're a, a, a tiny cafe or like a restaurant uh, and even other self-employed people, no, no matter what industry you're in, you're dealing with the public, you, you have the same yeah. challenges.
0: People don't realise as well. Is like, and I think right now we're seeing like, it's hard because it's an awful time right now because of what's going on. Like, yeah. And I think yesterday was, we were talking about this right before, it was one of the first days that I really felt the effects of, I've been quite sort of solid-minded throughout this. I've been, folk have even said, how have you been, yeah. okay, you're know, so motivated, all that part of But I'm, it's not that I'm always motivated, I just know to keep going. But yesterday, like it was it, obviously the same, burning the candle at both ends. I've been burning the candle at one end for the past year. And for that, it's obviously I've, I've felt it and stuff. So it's you, I think you, you do become you need to become more understanding. So what's going on behind closed doors? And I think yeah. having your own business, you
1: you do opens your eyes. It opens your eyes
0: to be like, fuck <laughs> oh, that person can be
1: really <laughs> shitty. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're just sitting there smiling. I think uh, I think a restaurant would have had to set me in fire before I would really yeah. complain. Yeah, no, no. It's, I know. I know. I think and it does it. Teaches I think, you it, that. you it, it, don't really worry about things because you're yeah.
0: like, oh, if I've had bad. And like, See, to be honest, I've had loads of coaches on here, athletes, different people, like dietitians. And one of the things we're saying about lockdown, it's it's taught us how to be chameleons, how to adapt. You know what I mean? How to be like, because you know what I mean? You're never going to really be like, nothing's going to come at your business now after this It can probably be any worse than a pandemic. You no mean, i wouldn't like, think so no like a flood <laughs> you know what i mean like a, like a type like a tsunami or something like
1: that. that's it but i was laughing the other day before came up here because you think everything's gonna go wrong and last sunday from four o'clock two sundays ago from four o'clock onwards i stood in the kitchen area next to the dishwasher because we could smell something burning couldn't see what it was i couldn't see what it was oh, i could smell plastic burning from somewhere and i'm going oh my god what is happening here aye and the place is mobbed, and I cannot see anything. Yeah, I, I can smell something. I don't know what it is. Aye. And uh, you're going, oh my God, what is happening? And uh, you're standing in hooks. So for three hours, I'm standing in the dishwash area, looking for a flame to appear from Aye. somewhere. And fire extinguisher in your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, yeah. I was checking when we were getting ready. I'm going, I just do not understand this at all, what's happening. And it turned out, it was actually the three phase supply from the outside the building yeah. was overloading one of the fuses that was uh, at the junction box. And it eventually, midweek, it blew. Okay. Uh, and thankfully, and, Scottish Power came out in half an hour and they were pretty amazing and they fixed it all. But that's what that was. And, and that's that was the, your great, business hanging by a thread. Though. Great example of. Oh my god, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. This is just a new thing that's never happened before. No, no, is this building going to burst into flames? What is going to happen in this next few minutes? That's crazy, and you it? sit there in tender hooks no, and uh, no. you're just like, hustle. Have through. you had any issues
0: with the airplace yet? Or is that all going smoothly? Really? The
1: airplace is just, again, it brings a whole new set of issues. The biggest issue, funnily enough, and maybe some experts are listening to this can help me out, uh, we painted the Frank and Benny sign, but you, still see you it? can still see it Aye. and so we sat thinking oh my god what are we going to do here because if you have to render the building again yeah. it's going to be astronomical yeah because it's big area yeah and uh so a few people have said you have to try sanding it let's try sanding it yeah. first uh so maybe mm-hmm. you might need to get a cherry picker and send my brother up with a, an electric sander and just see if that works. Aye. Um, that's been the first issue second one coronavirus the windows are taking a bit longer so they're not coming to mid-january Um I a big, backlog of, things, big backlog of things you start encountering <laughs> the problems apart <clears clears throat> <throat> from that the building's in pretty good condition you <clears throat> we just need to get it replastered, pick designs stuff like that yeah. and, uh, are you going to go for like a similar layout of that to exact same going? vibe yeah. yeah exact same vibe you're going to get a big armchair dog friendly kids library kids play facility outside um and just once again. You've so got that
0: wee bit of space at the same time. So, as well. yeah.
1: I'm going to steal a bit of land. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just want to create that home-from-home vibe again and just try and replicate yeah. it. That's good, man. That's That's a good. Good.
0: Yeah. Frankie Benny's is proper. went to the shitter,
1: isn't it, man? It's still going. Is it? Yeah, it still exists. It was the restaurant group. It took five, six months of negotiations. Is it? Uh, obviously they were going through big issues at the time. It's a decent building though isn't it? Because it's not even that old. We would never get that building in yeah. a normal circumstance ever. Yeah. But, and the agent in London said that, he said, look, you have popped up at the right time, you're ready to complete. Mm-hmm. And even at the last second when we were doing the paperwork, they said the higher offers came in <coughs> Friday afternoon. And he's like, do you want to go higher? And we had done all our, all our paperwork, done everything correctly, it was all finished. Do I go higher? And I said, oh, No, 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 just leave it at that. He said, Oh, you probably still get it, you probably still get it. Just go up a wee bit higher. I said, No, I'll just leave it. We'll, just, we'll stick with where we are. And two weeks later, it came through that was it done. And then we went, the <laughs> went back and forth with lawyers, <laughs> uh, getting mm-hmm. into my new shy. They had outstanding bills in the site that needed squared up and it was, like, oh, it was just an email. Right. And uh, eventually got it over the line. So that's good. Uh, it was a dream second sight for us you know from a branding perspective a de- development perspective it was just something that we could never ever pull off and that's for nice. a, an independent to get a location like that is impossible that's, that's is impossible. definitely is it? It's sad like, and you could I, never
0: afford to construct it yeah no, it's yeah. sad because it's obviously they, they were all constructed that's the sort yeah. of buildings
1: you see in like all these Starbucks Frankie Benz <laughs> that's right. they're, they're, uh, and they all spend, uh, yeah and they spend fortunes and god knows what they spend yeah. uh, opening that yeah. We tried to get one in Colmarlock. Uh oh, next to the cinema? Next to the cinema, but they were only leasing that. They didn't oh, really? own it. Yeah. So but we would have liked that as well. Oh, that's decent, man. That's
0: good. And um, so like one of the things I wanted to come on to, like throughout like you would have had starting off like setting up the, the initial <laughs> phase, negativity. What sort of
1: negativity did you experience as well and how did you find coping with that? Like loads of negativity. We still do get loads of negativity. It's just it's funny, the public's attitude to stuff, uh, <laughs> it's funny the things that people get annoyed about. Uh, people are annoyed that you're actually trying to do healthier product.
0: Mate, this is something that... we like, they thought we were
1: called pretentious. Why do
0: folk get their back up about that? Mate, like yeah, they were just-
1: angry, they were angry about it, they actually, I think they wanted you to close. Why isn't that? And uh, I've been quite a kind of health advocate for 20 years, of been an activist, and uh, I just Wanted, where financially possible, to use better quality, higher quality product without going bust and being stupid about it. Um, uh, you know, I was never in favour of Coca Cola and stuff like that as well. No, I, thought Coca Cola is not going to do you any harm. I'm not saying stupid things like that, but you know, you can buy a Coca Cola in every cafe in the world. Yeah. You know, what does it matter if Grill Coffee decides to go a different route and tries yeah. to bring in some different brands or just slightly healthier, you know? I uh, think the thing people is people hated this. People don't like it's that like, who do you think you are?
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's letting like, you also get things as well that people often confuse health with like you're talking about health as in like like locally sourced like yeah, all the and best by the way, i'm best. not saying i'm a health care, yeah, no, no. from yeah no no But, but like we we'll say is we
1: healthy yeah no and it's like people
0: confuse health with like they think health and they think low calorie yeah, and you're like, not, no no definitely it's not, it's not yeah, low calorie it's not. like and people people need to stop this like they need to differentiate nutritional value yeah. and caloric value because yeah. they're like two different things they obviously yeah. are both the, yeah, the yeah. same but like people often hear health and they go Oh, they try to tell me I'm overweight and you're like, no, it's health as in like, as in like you're going to get nutrient dense foods. You're
1: also going to get things in there yeah. as well that you could literally probably get. Yeah, diabetes yeah. From you as definitely well. could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like, always laugh because certain things then grow a part of the kind of grow brand, and other things pay the bills. Yeah. And you know that big beautiful donut that's filled with fresh cream yeah. and beautiful chocolate on top, and it's handmade. Eh, that pays the bills. Aye and maybe they hit some of the healthier stuff like the chia pudding which we tried once uh, which will probably come back at some point uh, which I personally like uh, that doesn't pay the bills yeah. you know that's aspirational almost yeah, to the company yeah, yeah. And, uh, but you know it's, it's, it's your yeah, chocolate covered stuff that yeah, yeah. pays the bills
0: I, I think people sometimes people get their backs up man when it's like someone's trying to improve themselves absolutely
1: anything you're doing out with the norm will attract criticism um, and as you say if you're trying to improve it that also attracts criticism uh, mm-hmm. you know only very recently did we even introduce fries that annoyed people yeah uh, you know the fact that they couldn't get that within there. it's crazy isn't it how
0: people were like I, I used it. to look at the gym group and it was like there was people there that had been there since it was lifestyle uh fitness first lifestyle fitness then the gym group yeah and it was like this sort of thing where because they'd been there, they thought they were like the foundation's the wallpaper. So yeah. they got annoyed at like... That's right. I remember a guy went like that to me. He went, I don't like when it's used to gym group. It used to be like red. That was the colour scheme for lifestyle fitness. Then it went to blue. He went, I preferred it when it was red. i not be bad. I was like, I was looking at him like, mate, that's like when I asked Asda and saying I like this when it was blue, when it was Tesco. Some
1: of I... Folk just say things and you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, one of the biggest <laughs> complaints... God, you came back through, speak to people... Uh, it's the price Aye. they will criticise the price something rotten uh, but sometimes again going back to kind of the reviews etc people sometimes unless you've worked in the industry you will not understand what it costs no not know. Know what the labour costs mate, Like uh, you just
0: said you serve <laughs> three and a half thousand people a week it's obviously not an issue it's just because they're comparing it to I comparing know, but, it to fucking Sainsbury's Cafe wait, me, you know, one
1: person wrote me an angry thing you you're, you're lemon drizzle slice which was three pounds of a time you can get a whole loaf in asda for that we'll Go there then. Going, I mean, you, you definitely can i'm not arguing I against know. that did you sit in the aisle when who served you at your table in asda uh mate do you know i've been
0: getting this recently with my boot camp my, i've got like now 50 members right and it's a premium my boot camp's a premium rate but in order for me to grow get all the coaches on board mm-hmm. look at a premises in the future yeah. you need to think this way right and people are saying things like that's quite expensive i'm like what well, do you want me to charge Literally yeah. what a gym would charge right now, mm-hmm. so that I can't grow my business you or scale can, it up yeah, at all. Right. And you then say to the person as well, that look at the level of service. So people would go to say, let's say, I'm not, again, gyms are, you can get £20 a month memberships. If you know what you're doing, it's fine. People go to these gyms for two or three years, spend £250 a year on a membership, don't make any progress. Mm-hmm. They come to me for four weeks and make more progress in four weeks yeah. than they do. And they go, but they're comparing the price, on that you need to stop comparing. Mm-hmm. They're two different things. It's like comparing right. a Corsa to a Ferrari and going like that. Well, the Corsa's is cheaper, yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying that everyone's going to get yeah, a Ferrari. One but, will go a lot faster. Yeah, one, <laughs> of, and it's just, it's you can't compare the two. Yeah, they're both a car. you even different get
1: things. compared for the price of coffee uh, to McDonald's. Oh, you my know, you just, and that's one of the funny things. And you get it a lot of businesses they'll compare you to a multinational conglomerate with the buying power that you could. Or just a fantasy to you and uh you just oh, why why would you compare this price-wise to mcdonald's it's crazy. and uh, even this now with a lot of pressure is the minimum wage is going higher and higher which you totally support uh, but i don't think sometimes the public make the connection yeah you know the minimum people, wage goes I, up people just
0: think things fly up and then yeah. it's like, as you said someone comes in they're like oh it was it was slightly cold when I was in here. You Not know, forgetting about every, and I know that the customer experience is is essential. But sometimes people, you're like, man, you're looking at the tip of the iceberg here. That like, yeah. you are looking at, Absolutely. like, you just totally don't get this at all. And it's like, <laughs> but that, I I say now, like, even I get it from, I get it a lot with my clients where they go, well, oh, my friend goes to this person's trainer, they go to this boot camp, they go to this, and the cost and I'm like, tell them to keep going there, then. Yeah. Like, they don't need to come to me. They're, I've never That's met right. them before. So why are they why are they slating me? Like, yep. I've never, ever met them before, so why are they... And it's just, it's like that. People just get their backs up about things. Like, the health, I wouldn't go there. It's dead healthy foods. And you're like, okay. that's a ridiculous statement. Yep. Like that's actually like a like a child. That's like a baby talking right now.
1: And it's yeah. uh, it's crazy. When folks but, say you know, we took the attitude from the beginning that, you know, it's going to be part of the business model, part of the why, part of the, you know, going forward, the market and the branding. Uh, you know, we were going to use better quality stuff. That's uh-huh. And there was no point fighting on a price level against, you know, mother because yeah. you were gonna lose. Yeah, You had to give people a reason to jump in their car in the west end of Glasgow, you know, or an air in Trun, and why, what's your selling point? What's your USP? Why should someone get in their car and come to grow? Yeah, you need and to stick <coughs> with your guns and your vision. Stick and with your guns, you know, even things like, uh, Stornoway Blackboon. Stornoway Blackboon is 10 pounds uh, a tube. Yeah. Uh, you can buy cheaper brands for 2 pounds 50 a tube. Yeah. You know, things like that, you know, but one is completely different in taste and people know and recognize and uh, we decided that we were just going to pursue that aggressively and uh, our eggs we use only organic free range eggs yeah. from Scotland and uh, they're bigger better yeah. but they are three times the I, price. I think people
0: like what you've looked at is from like a you've had a vision there stuck to it and people do this as well like they, they compare things on a scale of like gross volume of things when they go oh, like, this costs this much money. Or like, like you get it a lot with personal trainers where they go, oh, I'll just charge £15 a session. And then you go, right, the problem is never getting busy for a decent coach. Correct. yeah. And then what you'll find is very quickly is they'll be doing triple the workload of someone working. else's. Correct. And then you're like... Busy, full. Busy, full. Busy That's full. it, yeah. yeah. They look really, really full. But, and it's the same with that. Like, yeah, you could look at the initial cost of things. That was expensive to, to do that. But...
1: The thing is, if you've got a cute, packed out restaurant,
0: you're like, that's why. You're
1: uh, of- you know, I remember my dad saying it as well, you know. Um, you think to yourself, you know, some of the stuff we actually don't charge enough. Yeah. Like I think for a big breakfast at Grow Coffee, I think the actual cost is getting to like £4 in yeah. cost alone just for the ingredients. Yeah. Uh, and you've obviously got all your staff and all that. the staff yeah. and everything beyond that as well. And technically, you know, if you're going to the laws of the rules of catering, that should be a lot more expensive. Sure, it's 50, but As my dad says, he says, look, you're busy, you're making a decent GP, yeah. don't get greedy, leave it at that, and keep, you know, keep it within reason. Yeah. Uh, but in the same Does way. Does your dad have a business in that at all? Uh, uh, they they go bed and breakfast. I do they? Yeah. They, it's they
0: nice do. Some reason you get someone where they have like a like, like your parent have and they just give you like a proper solid piece of advice when you just go I'll take that. Yeah, like. it's the same when I'm moaning about,
1: you know, no moaning, sorry, but uh, you like, oh, that was a really stressful day, it was So so busy. And you're, you're struggling to cope actually with it. And that's an amazing place and, to be. Uh, in. And he says, Well, what type of stress would you like? Yeah, do you want the exactly. with no one in, or do you want the one with too many people in? That's it. You've got two choices. Definitely. Uh, which one do you want?
0: I think that's what we need to do sometimes is when you are like, like last night when I was sitting in the the pit where I was like I've been really struggling to switch off and stuff and you're like not that oh it's, I'm glad I'm in this position because I'm busy but
1: it's like you do what kind of stress do you want and I think yeah that's you that. were saying that to me earlier and I think it's maybe it's because you care too much about your business yeah. you know you're sitting you're doing a podcast and create media yeah. creating content you know connecting with people yeah. and it's just so important and that's also because you care you try to take things to a different level you're trying to develop your business and that'll keep you up at night. Yeah, Uh, I remember, but there was a a woman come in the shop once and I think she was a a lecturer at Glasgow Uni and she worked at a high level with ASDA and she gave me a bit of advice which helps in a certain extent if she had a problem that was keeping her up at night she woke up and she had a book next to her bed and she wrote it it down, down and she wrote what she was going to do about it Yeah and she said that helped because in yeah. her mind she began to solve yeah. the problem. Yeah, writing
0: stuff down is important. that's a, 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 How have you found, like, obviously, like, what's your sort of coping strategies? How do you, you said you train in that as well, mate? Like I train as well.
1: In actual fact, going to walk with a dog helps. Yeah, massive, isn't it? Um, you know, if you're having a, a bad day and it's, it's you know, really, really badly wrong, you know, you're struggling with different things, grab the dog half an hour yeah. go walk along the beach take it easy you need
0: to do you prioritize time in your week for yourself like with walks and stuff that no day, no
1: I, I, listen if someone can come on and give give me advice yeah. on how to better time management stuff like sit uh, on a sunday it's it's so literally, difficult
0: on that's what i do on a sunday and it, it, it's never going to be complete like, don't get yeah. me wrong this week i haven't done it but every week see like as you would factor in your training factor in like I walk like and it's like all like stuff like I don't reach for my phone after 9pm yep. I don't do CB things like that like these non-negotiables <laughs> that's what I
1: call them I will be I mean you've seen we get hundreds of phone calls per day Yeah. Uh, hundreds of communications per day through Instagram Facebook emails everything comes in it all comes to me yeah one guy yeah I think sometimes folk think yeah, you've got a whole department for ah, communications I know, I know. And, uh, your phone's going off the hook man, even as on as a Saturday good. there was a guy I've gone that no one answered the phone. Uh, on, that's because it rings the entire day. Uh, and as much as you try and convey information on the website and Instagram, and stuff like that, people still phone, you know, I know everybody's on social media, totally appreciate yeah. that. And with coronavirus, a lot of people think that your current operating rules are out of windows so the phone just to confirm it, which you can understand why as well. But at a certain point, you just cannot deal with the volume. They'll say, why don't you put a phone behind the bar? Well, if I put a phone behind the bar, I'm gonna need a member of staff to answer that phone for the entire day, so it's yeah. not really gonna solve anything. Yeah. Yeah. But this is just an art problem. Just have. take phone <laughs> off. Get
0: of the I'm just looking up the last points I put there. I forget. So, like, when adopting a growth mindset, is like absolutely essential when you're trying to grow yourself, improve yourself, mm-hmm. or a business. What's your top three tips that you would give to anyone that's trying to like adopt that growth mindset to like start a business, improve
1: themselves? Like, what's been your biggest sort of lessons? I would think at a certain <laughs> point, rule number one is you. you set, at a certain point, you just have to go for it. Yeah. Don't let fear dominate what you're going to do. There will yeah. never be a perfect time. There will never be a perfect situation. You'll never have a perfect bank balance and stuff like that. And uh, at a certain point, you just have to take a leap. Yeah. And go for it. And then work out what what is your principles. What is it? What is it you're going to do here? And as you say, it comes back to the why factor. Yeah. You know, what do you want to achieve? you might hope to get from it and stick to that yeah you know i'm not saying you can't obviously you deviate you deal with what happens in different problems yeah things that things go arms and legs don't they and you you things go arms and legs and then don't let the negativity get to you you'll deal you'll get negativity from people, from problems, different things. But
0: even look at us like, talking about it today in a way that at the time, the things that we have spoken about probably really, blo- but we we'll yeah. I'm laughing about it because we've, we've now got experience. You know, you know-
1: s- you, you're talking about your friend Ryan who's got his own businesses and I meet Ryan constantly and I meet other people involved in the industry and other people that are self-employed eh, and it's almost a former council. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah, You meet people and it lets things get any perspective and you realize people have the same issues, the same problems. And uh, we have a kind of laughable phrase at work now, probably, you know, things have went wrong. No one died. Yeah. Lying under That's it, it yeah. new day, sunrise, let's go again, let's fix the problems, let's try and improve. And genuinely, every day, we will try and improve something. Yeah. And it could be furniture, it could be lighting, it could be the yeah. garden, which we just done. Every day we try and improve what, what we offer to yeah. people. And we don't. Also, even though we is busy, we do not take anyone for granted. Yeah, we don't assume that you know you're going to be busy the following day. Every day is a new day, and we work just as hard. Yeah, you know we would record-breaking Sundays sales, just cannot get any higher. And we'll have a Sunday night, kind of ten minutes, we would try and think of everything that went wrong. I and reflect. Up, reflect. You know, that's so and important. We wake up on the Monday morning after having record sales. I think how do we do it better? That's it, that, man. We do not take anyone for granted.
0: And I think it's this sort of difference between like being critically, like see so what you're doing there, being like a critic on yourself and not giving yourself a hard time. Yeah. And like it's, that's absolutely essential. Like you, And then, but then like the other day I went swimming, I'm training for an Ironman now and um, I went in the pool to do actual swimming for the first time. And I can swim pretty decent. Yeah. And my breathing, I don't have the breathing technique because I've never been an actual competitive or someone that does it properly and he was that you're giving yourself a hard time I was like I'm, I'm not though because I totally know in a couple of weeks I'll get it <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm being critical of myself to be like right I yeah. need to be able to get this it's just because of this so I'll go and do this and, and I think sometimes it's so essential to have that like you need to not give yourself a hard time but be critical
1: self-analyzing self <laughs> an, yeah. yourself you know it's just so important everything that you do and uh, even in the early days of grow I think at some point I'll probably write a book Aye. Uh, and looking back and the crazy stuff that I've done to hustle it through it's early years and st- still to this day but the problems just evolve but there was just massive problems to get this going it
0: was so difficult people don't see sometimes that as you were saying I love that word the hustle and it's like I have I train a few PTs now and they'll say things like oh like they, they think it will maybe not them but they like, oh, have had a like came across other coaches where they think it's going to come to them They yeah. don't realize that it's like like we think it could be chasing up leads like yeah. not really like nothing the, is going to
1: come to you nothing's going to come um, to you and
0: what you find is you're now in your chapter 20 and other people
1: may look at that and go, even opening grow uh, back to its very first days i remember you know trying to level soil at the back door for grass because you know i was doing it myself yeah And, you know, 120 tonne of soil had to get moved into the back garden somehow. Yeah. And I was trying to level it with a stick. And my dad's going, you have to pinpoint it out with string. So it's level from corner to corner. I don't have time for this. Giving that a big stick. And I'm dragging a big stick about dirt. And I'll I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Just kind of key moments like that. And the, the, the joiners and painters are going, I don't think we're going to make it for this Friday. And I'm going, no, we are definitely making it for this Friday and you're sitting up the full night trying to make it, and you have no money, no money. And I remember Googling pawn shops in Glasgow, because my mum gave me a nice watch, ran out of money, Uh and I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. How do we do this? And I'm going, this is my last couple of quid Uh to try and get this business open. And uh, fortunately, I I never needed to do it, and my friend at the time, well, he became a good friend, David Blair, from Blair's uh, Catering and Irving, I had no money for kitchen equipment. And uh, I said, ah, "What am I going to do?" And you're in a new business; no one will give you credit. And he said, there's, "There's eight and a half grand of kitchen equipment." He says, "It's beginning of summer." He says, "Just give me the money back when you can," and that that build is out. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, and that was just—you <clears throat> were at the wire. You had right. to open, and it's I opened, and you were getting, you know, a few hundred pounds per day, whatever. I was able to buy a chair. <laughs> I was hit yeah. by a light yeah you were literally on the hoof yeah <coughs> trying to get this business yeah. started it's amazing that because it's like as
0: you said you've then got folk coming in that maybe go oh, i get cold eggs from there like grocery don't go out. here yeah and, it's and like, you sit point there
1: point. i remember i <coughs> realized that you literally put everything on the line you have everything on the line yeah. so when you're writing a negative review about a, a, a small restaurant Aye. that guy has a mortgage and kids yeah you've just written don't go here Aye. Do you understand what psychological impact that has on that guy, his family, you know, everybody down the line, the chefs working in the kitchen that could get made redundant. They all have mouths to feed. I know. If you didn't enjoy that, you know, Italian meal at that Italian restaurant, just don't go back, honestly, mate. Where yeah. did you lose that day? Yeah. 20 quid? Yeah. So for the sake of 20 quid, you're writing, this restaurant must be closed. Yeah. That hotel must be closed. Yeah. You know, when you look back on it, I deeply regret ever doing it. It's one of the biggest things it's awful. It is, it's sad. as you say, you don't know what problems that guy owning that restaurant or hotel has had on that day. You know. We were we had a,
0: <clears> we were up in Glasgow just when you could when things started to relax We bit more towards the end of the summer. Went to this cafe. And the woman you could tell was just having the worst day ever. Yeah. None of our staff had showed up. That's right. The food was a disaster right. because of new folk and all that and I told she was freaking out and she was like you should, you should actually I, I up your arm a bit. I, I was like that I was like don't, I still paid it and everything yeah. she was like don't worry and I was, I was like I, I could see it was only a small place and I was like she'd probably better just shut him for
1: that day because yeah, yeah. it was just
0: literally an, but that's
1: the thing you know people try and hustle it through I, two people phone in sick I know. and you're short staffed I remember like, just I've known for a long time the best review I ever got a negative one was I think it was two two years ago there was a mad heat wave And it was like 30 degrees, I can't remember, I think it was like May, June or something, it was like 30 degrees for two months. It was stunning, so hot weather. And um, the fridges had packed in long ago. Uh, The ice machine had gave up the ghost. We were mobbed. Beautiful day, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, This. San Pellegrino cans that we gave to people were all worn. There is nothing in the world I can do with this. There is no way to fix this. Uh, The cash and carry had no ice, anything like that. We're just, that's it. And it is mobbed. And three people at the same table all wrote a negative (laughs) review. Not one, but three of them all wrote a negative review saying shambles, blah, blah, don't go here, blah, blah i know, my God, you guys do not realise how difficult this was. And, yeah. you know, if all your equipment is packing up round about you because it's 30 degrees in Scotland, uh, it's just things are just not in your hands. I, know. Yeah. It's, and I, I hope for
0: anyone that's listening, it does open up people's eyes as well because it's a, a big thing. And, uh no, it's even worse than, like, a bad review. A four out of five. That is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you never quite I, it I know, you're like, you're like, why have you given me a four? Do you know what I mean?
1: like, that's why, I mean, if, in, in your industry as well, Just don't take it too personal. No, I know. That's life just now. uh, But it always amazes me how the other industries, like uh, hypothetically, we don't insult any plumbers here, but you have a plumber, trash (laughs) a bathroom, charge, you know, seven, eight thousand pounds, just be a complete shambles, but there's no Mm -hmm. supervisor. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But that person's, you know, eggs that were too cold, this restaurant has to be shut down today <laughs> don't go here you know i'm I not putting it. up with us you've love, got
0: to go i love this conversation it's just been about slating bad reviews <laughs> um not like so um, to kind of come on to round it off onto the last point and um, what's your plans now you obviously spoke about a few other things
1: what's plans now it's just to see where we go yeah so even when people were coming to grow from other companies to work it was always seen as a project yeah, they believed in it. People believed in it. Our customers believed in it to a certain extent. So you get a bit emotional sometimes because people, even through bad times, just so you like, even with like yourself. You yeah, sh- that's support. Yeah, it's not just custom, It's not just somebody giving you money. Yeah. it's somebody believing in what you're doing. Yeah. It means the world to you. And uh, you know whether it's a real woman in, having a cappuccino, or uh, whether it's you know an influencer now. Come in, as you get quite a lot, everybody gets treated totally identical. And it, you know when someone. Says a few words or sends me a private message saying they had a nice time and it was great and they loved it, or just you have no idea what that means to a small company. Yeah. See, so taking a few minutes just to, you know, say what you enjoyed and stuff like that, it just means everything to them. Yeah. So, people believing in your project, staff can along believing in your project, and now it's time. Customers have demanded a second site, yeah, for you know a good few years now. They want to yeah. see it progress, yeah and you know we'll go for that now and with the air one coming up hopefully early in the beginning of 2021 and hopefully get the, the third site shortly after either in glasgow or perhaps another one in or drive through yeah i uh, just looking to see what's available in the yeah. next few months there's people that come down all the way through glasgow yeah. all the time to edinburgh indeed yeah, everything crazy isn't it? and uh, again trying to improve the consistency and the quality yeah. is it's so important to me and it means a lot and uh, that's the kind of goals for grow but beyond the restaurants now it's about brand development yeah it's about the grow brand and where does that go yeah and we have people who want to invest we've had that for a long time who like what you do and they would like to get involved uh but we just felt it was never the right time hopefully in the next few years once we prove a kind of small business model of the three or four sites and the depot and different improved bakery and different improved aspects that you can turn around and say, right, what is it grow becomes at this point? Yeah. What do we do?
0: No, no. Um, <coughs> Sorry, I thought I just paused that. There. Um, no, um, I like that as well, mate, because it's literally not like, a lot of folk, again, what we've just been talking about, it's not an outcome, it's the process, it's, it's the, the things. Process, it's, yeah. And then what will happen is the byproduct is, you get other places. You get your drive-through. All these. I things think that's as
1: well. You know, I never wanted a set career. Yeah. I never wanted to know that this was it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people love that. They love the kind of set with lifestyle. They want to know exactly where my next paychecks coming from. And I was just like, "Oh, well, we'll just see what happens." You're not, ta- <laughs>
0: you're not taught that for school. I was
1: listening to a podcast with. Do you follow Wim Hof
0: at all? Nice yep. man. No. He's a Dutch guy. He's like literally proven so much. Like he's, you should follow him. Really, really good and he was on a uh, guy's podcast, James English, and they were having this conversation about like the way that like life is. It's just, you have to go down this mold. You're not told about entrepreneurship. You're not told about running your own business. You're not told about, it's just go and get yep. this job, and then there's loads of unhappy. And all I've, I've met so many unhappy people in jobs where they're trying to better themselves, and it's the, the, <clears> the brutal answer is that it's their job that's making them fucking miserable. Okay. Because they're miserable, their, their body's in a bad shape, their mental health's yep. in a bad shape. It's not just that, but like it's it's all these things and I think we're just led to go do that because that's what other folk do.
1: I never, have like the freedom to travel. Yeah. And i Tuesday morning, wake up and go, I can just go anywhere. Yeah. And I, I'm not very materialistic at all. Uh, but I never wanted to know that it wasn't possible. Yeah. You know, I have no aspirations or get a Ferrari or anything like that, but I don't to know that you couldn't. Yeah. No,
0: I know, definitely. And I think... Uh, to,
1: li- to limit yourself. Yeah. Life-wise. But again, the I say that is a lot of people want... They've got kids, they've got families, they've got responsibilities. Whereas it's just me and the dog. So, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no matter what
0: happens, I think yeah. we'll be all right. No, no that's quite right. It's, that's been an aspect. We have booked up a holiday next year, and that was my yeah. goal for me, to go away what my, my business, to still... Of a, yeah that I mean, was absolutely a, it was a business yeah. goal for yeah. me so i'm glad that that's going ahead but um, to finish it off there mate thank you very much Not for coming no on the podcast great, anytime. no no it was yeah, a good yeah. chat man and like i know that a lot of people will tune into this because obviously <laughs> like it's such a it's a fitness <laughs> podcast with a, a cafe on it but it's yeah, like
1: it's it, just uh, folk always oh, always laugh a bit grow, and you know people will compliment it and i'm going listen it's home from home yeah the theory behind grow is that uh, you come in put your feet up you drop crumbs Uh, Your dog runs about, that's what it was laughable when somebody wrote it, It it's so pretentious. There's people coming in here in their pyjamas. (laughs) sometimes (laughs) <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and uh, it just makes me laugh and then I'm going, you may actually get sent to tesco's if i'm running out of stuff at some point i may ask you to go get us some uh, you need a black <laughs> chocolate and stuff like that that's the kind of type of business it is it's just you know we don't have uniforms so which is also an important thing because we just love people to show personalities we believe in freedom and people being open and uh showing off their kind of characteristics <laughs> and uh, and the same with customers. We have a wide area of customers. That everyone is That's welcome. Good, man. I, love, a, I love it as well. It's, it's a, a place. beautiful place where you just come in any time, day or night, put your feet up, and relax. Aye. If you
0: haven't been, guys, definitely get yourself there. Um, and as well, so if you have been tuning in today, make sure that you screenshot the podcast and tag both KDH Personal Training and Grow
1: Coffee, and then we can share the message and get out there more. Yeah. Anyway, guys, catch Thank you. In a bit. Bye bye. Bye.